You are now listening to This and That, a podcast collaboration about some of everything that's anything with your hosts, David and Brenda. Now, let's get to talking about this and that. Hello, podcast listeners. You are now listening to episode 25 of This and That. We are here in Podcast Land Studio, and today is July 26, 2019, and you are listening to your co-host, Brenda, also known as Miss Brenbren, and... This is David, a.k.a. Dr. David, a.k.a. The Professor. And we are bringing you a special edition of our eclectic podcast, and we are calling this This and That at the Movies. Remember, folks, yeah. we don't have any money for paying royalties, so <laughs> you have to listen to David play the sounds. Does that mean... Well, never mind. Um, anyway, uh, again, welcome to episode 25 of This and That. And... Um, As we always do, uh, we are very thankful to all of you who are coming back week after week, or if this is your first time, to listen to us. So we want to give a few shout-outs to some places um, that are showing up as listeners to our eclectic podcast, where we talk about everything that's anything. (laughs) Shout-out! To those in the U.S., including uh, Warren, Michigan, Morrisville, Pennsylvania, Chicago, Illinois, Toledo, Ohio, and if we go across the pond or overseas, uh, we're going to give a shout out to Liverpool, England, Bangkok, Thailand, Nairobi, Kenya, and Ipo, Malaysia. And again, thank you to everybody who um, is listening in, whether you're here in the U.S. or whether you are abroad. Now, we'd be remiss if we didn't give a special shout-out to those men and women in uniform, whether they're here in the U.S. or whether they are abroad, for listening in and for protecting us um, wherever they may be located. So thank you to the men and women in the U.S. military, their families, and the civilian supporters that are with them. Yes, uh, thank you for your service, and again, thanks to all the first responders here at home, too. David, have we mentioned to folks that our podcast is free? Not lately, so it Um, is free. Yeah, It's it's been free since the start. It's still free. Free. Yay, free. Free. Yay, free. That's my sound effect. Okay. So, yes, the podcast is free and it's available at uh, uh, several podcast apps and streaming service locations, including our home base of SoundCloud, also Apple Podcasts, formerly known as iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play Music, and TuneIn. You can also listen to This and That through your Alexa voice-assisted device. 
Now, after folks have listened to us, and let's say they want to make a comment, send us a question, give us their location so that we can shout out on a future podcast that they are listening in from whatever city and whatever country, how would they do that? They would send us email, and the email address is thisandthat at aboutgreatercincinnati.com. That's this, the letter N, that, all nine characters, at sign, aboutgreatercincinnati.com. And what if folks want to get on our email distribution list? They would send email to the aforementioned address and either in the subject line or in the body say, add me to the email distribution list and it shall be done. All right, great. Now, um, we did say that this is our podcast on uh, this and that at the movies, right? Yes. So what do we have in store? Uh, For episode 25, This and That at the Movies, we have our second installment of Living Your Passion, an interview with a uh, young lady who is living her dream as a working actress. She just finished um, her first lead role in a a major film. Feature film. Feature film, thank you. Then... um, Brenda and I have home movie recommendations that we believe you all, our listeners, might enjoy. So Brenda has her pick, and I have my pick on that. So we'll chat about that. And then we'll close out with our words of wisdom, and I'll just leave it at that. So we are ready for episode 25, This and That at the Movies. Oscars, please don't come after us, okay? That's not the Oscars. I thought it was. This is Hooray for Hollywood. Oh, okay. All right. Which might be public domain now. Play the music again, please. You are now listening to This and That with David and Brenda. Loyal listeners of our This and That podcast know that a couple episodes ago, we started a new segment, Living Your Passion. And what we do in Living Your Passion is talk to and interview folks who are doing just that. They have found the one thing that truly makes them happy, get up on any kind of day, and go out and conquer the world. And you know, David, I am thrilled that we are going to be talking with the one, the only, up-and-coming actress, Tara Strong. She is going to be joining us in Podcast Land Studio via phone because she is truly living her passion. Yes, uh, born and raised in Cincinnati, but now uh, living out in L.A. So, So, hi, Tara. Hello, how are you all? Oh, we're doing well. We are so glad that you were able to uh, call in today and talk with us. Yes, I'm very excited about it. Thank you so much for inviting me. Now, as I said in the intro, Tara, you were born and raised in Cincinnati, now you're in L.A. 
Was it a, a huge culture shock moving out to the West Coast from here in the Midwest? Actually, yes. Yes, it is. Uh, so just to clear that up, I was raised in Cincinnati, but I was actually born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So I am a true Midwest girl, like <laughs> all through and through. Midwest through um, and through. Yes, yes. My, my dad still lives in Milwaukee. My mom lives in Cincinnati, as you all know. And um, actually, it was a huge culture shock because I moved to L.A. from Nashville, Tennessee. So um, Nash- some people don't consider Nashville to be the South because it's, it's pretty north on the map. But it is, it is uh, more of a southern state. Um, and so, you know, it, it, it being a southern state, it's more southern hospitality. People are so nice and kind. Hello. Uh, you know, come over, come over for dinner. You know, we're doing this, barbecues and all that. Here in L.A., it is, you, you can find good people. And it's not to say, you know, everybody in L.A. is shallow and, and all of these things, but it's interesting because I was talking to another person uh, about this maybe maybe even within the week. And I was just saying, the thing about L.A. is there's just so many distractions. You know, you go somewhere, you meet a ton of people, you know, you might meet 20, 30 people that are doing what you're doing, they're in your field, they might be from where you are, where you're from, and you're like, oh my goodness, I want to link with you, let's stay friends, let's get dinner, let's get lunch, and then, you know, the next day, you go to another event, you meet another 30 people that are like, oh yeah, I'm from Milwaukee too, let's be friends, let's do this, let's do that, and um, everybody has their own agenda, so... I've kind of learned to let things kind of roll off of my sleeve. You know, if I don't get with somebody, if I meet somebody for the first time and, and we don't reconnect, it's okay because I'll meet uh, 20,000 20, people, you know, in the next two months and I don't even know your name and, and there's, there's no hard feelings. You yeah, know? and I'm sure you are meeting a lot of people out in L.A. Yes, lots, lots of <laughs> now, when did you first discover your love for acting? So, I've always been a performer. Um, and it's so interesting because uh, I remember a time when I was five years old and I was extremely shy. I mean, extremely shy when I was a, a child, child. And um, so much so that I would, like, hide under tables. I would hide behind my parents when I had to meet new people. And it's so crazy now. You meet me and you're like, you meet me now and you're like, oh, my goodness, she's so outgoing. She knows everybody. She talks to everybody. But um, inside there was this very shy girl. And um, and so um, I'm sorry, I don't even remember what the question was. That's so crazy. I started oh, when did, when, <laughs> that's all right. When did you discover your love for acting? Oh, acting. Okay, yeah. So, um, so of course, I was a very shy girl, but I always had a love for the arts. Um, when I was about five years old, I would always sing, I believe I can fly. And, you know, there's such this awful stigma uh, behind R. Kelly, so I'm not necessarily promoting the song. <laughs> but I was just always, that was my song. I, you know, can you sing? Oh, yeah, I believe I can fly, you know. And so I was always ready with that, but I, like, I could barely have a conversation. Well, you have definitely gone beyond that point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, So um, there's always been a performer in there, and I didn't know how I wanted to 
let my my art my artistic self come to light. And so for a long time, I wanted to be a singer, and I felt like that was exactly what I wanted, and it was um, because I can sing and I do sing and I love to sing. Um, but I realized, honestly, it was it's been within the last six five to six years that as an actor. I could be absolutely anything, you know. I could be the teacher. I can be a lawyer. I can be a singer. I can be a dancer. I could do everything that I want to do just by encompassing it all in what we call an actor. So I would say my real professional acting career started um, just before, well, I would say it was in Nashville uh, after I had traveled with, the band that I had traveled with, the Jimmy Church band, and I realized that I don't want to travel, I don't want to tour anymore, I want to be a film actor, so I'm going to move to L.A. Okay. Now, one thing is for sure, you definitely can act. Because I just (laughs) recently saw you in um, your first, I guess, feature film? Yes. Zombies 2? Yes, thank you. Yeah, and... Uh, Girlfriend, all I can say is, if I ever meet a poacher, I'm going in the opposite direction. Because you really, truly convinced me that you were a poacher. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes, um, acting is, is really fun. It's been exciting. Uh, Zumbies 2 actually wasn't my first feature film. It oh, was okay. the first one. Yeah, it was the first one where I was a lead character in it. Ah. So I had done mm-hmm, I had done other feature films where I had like feature background roles, background roles, supporting roles even, uh, and I've of course done short films where I had lead roles in those. But you know the difference between a short film and a, a feature film is just time, right? So a feature film is usually an hour and a half plus. A short film is anywhere for, from 15 to 45 minutes. So, um, so yeah, so this was my first one where I was a, a lead in a, a full feature film. And uh, it was really fun. It, it, it was definitely, it, it wasn't exactly what I expected. I didn't, I, I would never see myself as a villain. But, you know, as an actor, you have to be everything. And that's the excitement of being an actor, being able to transform form yourself into a whole different person and and bringing that character to life well as brenda said you you convinced us that you you were a uh, 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 evil bad a poacher <laughs> <laughs> slash slash mad scientist chemist whatever i mean we we had to remember oh no that's 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 just a character <laughs> so you did an excellent job there we we also saw you in um, uh, conversations in LA, a series yes. on uh, on um, Amazon Prime Video. Yes, yes. Um, now that one, now that it it was it was one thing transforming into you know something that is totally fictional, which is a villain, an animal culture, and you know, and and even still, I was still a woman and. And this and that. Not that I'm not a woman in, in the conversations in LA, but to transform to a different, a total different personality, uh, a, a, a rapper who 
who is a lesbian, who is a fast talker and is, you know, moving, moving, moving. I, I had so much fun and I was so excited. Um, it's actually, it actually got me my first award nomination here in Los Angeles and the show is Emmy nominated as well. Oh, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a, it was a huge opportunity, and I didn't even realize it. It was so crazy. I was talking to my mother about my audition for um, that episode of Conversations in L.A., and I went in, and, you know, they give you a script. They give me a long script. It was pages long, and I had learned a, 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 very, good chunk, a, a very good chunk of it, but by the time I got in there, they were like, hey, you know, we... We, we love you. We want you to come back. It was actually in the same session. So I came in, let's say the audition was at 2 o'clock. So I came in, I auditioned, I did the, I did the lines from the script, and they were like, oh, my God, can you, can you, can you just hang out? We want, we want to see more. And I'm like, oh, this is great. This is a good thing, right? So another person went in in between me coming back in, and then they asked me to come back in, and they're like, here's the whole script for the episode, can you just, can you just, it doesn't even matter what the words are, just improv. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm like, right. And I'm like, wow. And, and so me and the director, who's also the lead character right. and the writer, uh, we have this session in front of the casting directors where she's giving me direction. And she's like, you know, just let's pretend that we're going down, not, not pretend, but let's, let's create a scenario where we're at the beach and you're just harassing me. Like you're following me at first, you, you're you're trying to cool me, or you're you're bringing me into this conversation, and then all of a sudden it turns into a whole nother thing. And without without having a full context of what the episode was, let alone the whole series, because it was um, it wasn't as public as all of the episodes weren't on Amazon Prime by this time; they were on a separate platform, so I hadn't seen them all. Okay. It was, it was a little difficult because I'm like, oh, well, uh, yeah, I can show you what you're looking for, but I don't know if this is in context of what the actual episode will be in comparison to what my character is in, comp- in comparison to, you know, where you're going with this. So, um, so yeah, it was, it was an interesting audition, but I, I, I'm starting to learn that auditions where I improv, I shine. Absolutely. Now, you need to settle, uh, I'll call it a bet, but it wasn't exactly, between myself and Brenda. I, when we watched the episode, I said, I wonder if Tara is imp- improv this rap or was this written out by the writer? And I assumed it was improv. Was that improv? Did you come up with that? Absolutely not. <laughs> Yay, I win the bet. Thank you, Tara. And that's why I thought, yeah, because I saw the credits, and that's why I thought, there's no way she wrote that. But I was wrong. Wrote it. But you, you were seriously rapping, girlfriend. 
Uh, yes. Thank you. I was like, yeah. she, she has some skills. <laughs> Thank you so much. I actually learned that rap. It might not have, like, the rhythm might have been a little differently, uh, but when she sit, when I had the sides when I went into the audition, that was a big, like, that kind of made me nervous because that was part of, that was part of what I needed to have prepared for the audition. And I'm like, how does it even go? You know, there's, right. there's no, like, slash marks. You doesn't, you don't, they don't send you music to go along with it. You just have to read it and say, okay, how would I say this? How would I put this into a, into a rhythm, into the music? Well, do you and, know what I was thinking you were going to do? I was ready for you to break out into some beatbox. beatbox. Yeah, Brenda was waiting for the beatbox. I'm like, nobody beatboxes in 2019. Come on. So, yeah. That would have been fun. I'm dating myself. Yes, this is true. But I was ready for you to beatbox and go into a little break dancing. But, but this does bring up a, another question we have is, um, those we could go on, and you also we also saw what I'll just call your, I guess your demo or um, audition video out on IMDb. How do you prepare for all these different characters? How do you get in character? Yeah, how do you prepare because the range your of range characters is, was, is wide. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, well, I think number one. You know, there, there's two different ways of looking at acting, in my personal opinion. And um, one way of looking at it is as a, a craft where you, you learn, you go to classes, and you, you, you're able to transform into different people. And, and having that training and understanding what it means to bring a character to life and, and, and explain that journey to an audience is it's a skill, and it's, it's not just talent, it's a skill. It's something that you learn and you work on, you know. And so um, I went to the School for Creative and Performing Arts in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I've gone to several other acting studios. I'm actually at an acting studio right now that I love. I just started there last week. Um, but, um, but, yeah, you can, trans you can learn to transform. You can take it as an art. You can take it as a craft. And then there's another of thought in acting where you you are you are your own niche right so you know you you just you bring words to life but you are basically you're bringing to life out of who you are you bring your personality out right in order to do a transformative character like something so out of out of my range I had to tap into the craft and the skill of acting rather than, you know, and, and let me make it, let me give an example of being able to tune into your own personality. Kevin Hart, and, and just in my brain I'm thinking him. Kevin Hart is already funny and hilarious, and he has his own niche. You, you know what you're going to get when he comes to the stage, right? Right. Can you see him, you know, being a, a, a Let's say let let's let's say a, a transgender character. No. And playing a yeah, you you can't see that, right? And so he has tapped in there. I'm not saying anything is wrong with either either way of building a career in acting, but you know you have your actors where you're like, oh my goodness, like one of my favorite is Nicole Kidman. I've seen her do all types of stuff. I've seen. 
seen her have prosthetics on her on her face and, you know, just do all right. types of different characters. Where on the flip side of that, you have a personality like Kevin Hart that he, he, he makes money just being himself. You know, of course he has to learn his lines and he has to create a journey for his character and all those things, but he's not going to transform. So all I'm saying is there is a craft to it and really tapping into the, that, um, into learning the skill and, and being invested in, in learning how to transform into characters is how you are able to bring different types of characters to life. Right, and well, you are definitely getting into different characters. And <laughs> yes. you are transforming right before our very eyes. Because I never, ever would have thought you to be an evil poacher. I, yes, yes. And, and one thing about uh, my lesbian rapper character, her name was Leanne on the show. One thing about that one, it was so amazing to meet all of these Emmy-nominated actors and filmmakers and directors. But when I went into the room and, you know, went to all those Emmy receptions and met these people... People, nobody knew who I was because they're like, they're thinking, oh, you know, oh, well, she's, she's a lesbian, she's fun, and she moves, and, you know, how she walks and everything. But I come in the, I come in a room now, and I have, like, a long gown on, and I'm, I'm so girly. I have a husband, you know, so <laughs> it, it, it was just very interesting because it's like, oh, okay, you know, I love my craft, and I love to be told that I can transform, and they believed my character, but on the flip side of that, uh, when you're building a career, you do want people to be able to recognize you, you right. know, especially in your, your first few, uh, your first few things, your first few gigs, you're like, oh, okay, oh, so you are actually feminine, and you would be like the, the love interest, not the lesbian rapper girl. Right, and, and so is that how you are balancing things out, by um, trying to be the Tara, the person, when people yes. see you in public versus the Tara, the actress that would all of a sudden give you a hand if she's in yeah. Zumbies 2, a, yes, hand to the, yes. a hand to the face. Because you did yeah, that twice. Know, right? <laughs> yeah, Brenda really enjoyed that. You did. The, you did that oh, twice. I know, I know exactly what. Yeah, you're the hand of the about. face to to Toronto. That it's in Toronto, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, "No, she didn't." <laughs> oh, that was so fun. And the oh, second I time was. What I do. And the uh, second time was funny. Toronto was like, "No, she hasn't changed." <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so it's it's very it's very um I'm still learning. I'll say that um, because there's no uh, real guideline to how to be an actor. You know, you get a job at, at Starbucks and they give you a whole handbook on what you should do, what time you have to be there, you right. know, how you should greet guests and all this other stuff. But when it comes to um, a successful career in acting, it just depends on what you want in your career. You know, there are actors that you, you barely know their names, but you've seen them in all types of stuff. You see them on, you know, on TV shows, and you know they might they might not be the big name, but they have very successful careers. And to be honest with you, I'm a very private person. 
I do want to have a successful career in, in acting, but I'm not necessarily interested in being famous. Now, I want to make a lot of money, don't get me wrong, but so that when, when you're figuring out what it is you want out of a career um, in acting, then you just have to figure out, you know, okay, how do I get there? Okay, I don't want to be a Kevin Hart, but I would love to be a, a, a Nicole Kidman or, a, a, you know, something like that. So you have to kind of figure out, okay, what type of, what type of famous, how do, I, how do I get out of being famous <laughs> but still be a working actor? Right, and got it. That, yeah, and it's still something that I'm, I'm getting the hang of, and I don't think anybody, anybody just knows how to get the hang of it. Um, at this point in their career, so, right. yeah. Now, have you had a chance to uh, maybe meet someone like a Nicole Kidman or others? Yes, um, I have met a few actors. Um, it's so crazy when, I'm, when people um, ask me that question, I can never think of someone. <laughs> I'm always like, oh, like, oh for instance, in the, in the episode that I was in, um, uh, the one that we just were talking about, Conversations in L.A., I met a, a Golden Globe uh, winner. Or, oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's a Golden um, He was in the episode. His name is Justin Kirk. He was in, um, he was in a, a show, an HBO show called um, Angels in... Angels of uh, New York? Angels, yes, that one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yes, thought he looked yes. familiar. Yeah, I was going to say. Okay. Yes, yes. And so I met, I've met a few people, and I, I um, and then there are, you know, actors, like I said, actors that you, you don't know their names, but you're like, oh, my goodness, that, that you, I've seen you on, um, what, what was that show? You tell me what show it was. So, um, so, yeah, I have gotten an opportunity, and what's really fun about that is that these are now my colleagues. They're my peers. They're people that I work with. I'm, I, uh, and I want to maintain professional relationships with them rather than, oh, my goodness, yes, girl, I met, I met, uh, you know, I don't I can't think, I can never think of anybody else. But I met such and such last night. Yeah, we're best friends now. No, like, okay, I'm trying to be on their show. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I know their director and their executive producers, so. Yeah, it's, now, it's been fun out here. When you were in, in uh, school at the um, School for Creative and Performing Arts, did you see mm-hmm. yourself in this role at this point in your life? Did you see did yourself? Did you, did you have a vision of yourself at this point in your life, living in L.A., uh, doing the things that you're doing, acting in the different roles that you've been in, etc.? Yeah, um, so, you know, when you're, when you're a, a young budding artist at a creative arts school, you don't realize that there's going to be a long journey ahead of you, <laughs> and, um, and I think the path that I chose, uh, because I was not for sure about exactly what I wanted out of my artistic career, um, it was it was a little zigzag rather than a straight line, and there's never a straight line anyway. But um, yeah, going to college and going to Nashville and traveling with the band—that's uh, something I'll never ever want. I'll never regret that. It was so much fun. It was it's so much experience. 
I learned so much about being uh, an artist and being my own business owner because that's what I am. I'm a business. And, um, and learning how I need to promote myself and contracts and things like that. Uh, but it, it wasn't, it hasn't been a straight career for me. So, you know, when you're, when you're young, you're like, oh my goodness, I'll be famous by the time I'm 25 and then I'll get married and then I'll have kids and then I'll have a big mansion in LA. You know, when in actuality it was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to slow down on this touring thing because I think I really want to take my acting career seriously and oh, now I need to make sure that I get, I'm, I'm getting footage for my demo reel, and oh, I need, now i got to find a manager and an agent. Oh, my goodness, that manager was awful. I, I've had some awful experiences <laughs> with representation, and I, I won't even get into that. But, uh, but you don't understand the business side of things. So I will say when I was in school at the Creative uh, and Performing Arts School in Cincinnati, I didn't realize it was going to be such a rocky road. Uh, and by far, I'm nowhere, uh, nowhere as far as I thought I would be in my career at this point. But I'm so very happy and I feel very blessed to be where I am and to be able to say that I am a professional working actor. You can see my credits here. Right. Yeah. So, so you're, you're on your journey thus far. Um, do you see yourself down the road stepping, you know, behind the, the camera or, you know, um, on the other side of the stage doing any kind of... Uh, producing, directing, that type of thing? Or have you, have you even gotten that far yet in your thought process? I definitely see that. And, um, you know, as much as I want to say, oh, I have so much acting to do, I have so much more in my career to do, the, the, some of the most successful people are producing their own stuff. They're writing their own stuff. They're getting their crews together. You know, they have, they're getting their other filmmaker friends together and they're saying, hey, look, there's nowhere in Hollywood. I don't know how to place myself in Hollywood in acting. So I'm just going to write my own stuff. I'm going to be my own producer, my own writer, my own director. And, um, and then I'm going to make myself famous, i.e. Issa Rae. And I don't think that she went into Awkward Black Girl thinking, oh, my goodness, I'm going to be a, a millionaire. I'm going to be on HBO. I'm going to sell a show to HBO in five years. It was, you know what? I'm an actor, and I want to make a way for myself. I'm in L.A. I want to be working. So I'm just, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and make my own content. And then I will show Hollywood where I should be, you know, and I'll open my own doors for myself. And so um, as much as I want to say, yeah, you know, later on in my career, I'll be directing and writing, uh, I, don't, I think that, you know, that's a, some, maybe somebody's path. But soon here, soon, once I get everything together and I get in a, a comfortable place in my career, I'm definitely going to want to produce some of my own content since that's the way the industry is going now. Well, I can definitely see you doing whatever you set your mind to. Thank you so much. Thank you. Now, um, along those lines, um, what advice would you give to any young person, or anybody for that matter, that would like to pursue their dreams? 
say. <clears throat> now, when I was in school, I had a dance teacher. And, you know, I got into the School for Creative and Performing Arts for four, five, five different majors I was invited to be a part of, um, singing, dancing, um, drama, which is acting, um, and uh, creative writing, and instrumental music, which was a total train wreck from the beginning. <laughs> so I'll, I won't even include in, instrumental music in that. But, uh, but I was told by the time I got to, you know, my junior and senior year, I, I, was, I just wanted to do everything because I just felt like, oh, my goodness, I could do it all. You know, I'm, I'm, I love dancing, I love singing, and I'm good at it. So I, I really want to pursue them um, full force. To be very fully honest with myself and with the world, I believe that if you really, truly, and deeply want to be successful in something, you should specialize. Find one thing that is going that you can take to the top. And then, you know, once you get to the top, then you can pursue more things. For example, Jennifer Lopez. You know, she came when she when she left I mean, she grew up in the Bronx, I think, right? Uh, when she went out for as a fly girl, you know, she was a dancer. That's what she did. She was dancing. And then once she, you know, got her opportunity and she got where she needed to be as a dancer, then she could turn around and say, okay, now I'm a singer. Now I want to sing. And now she's, you know, now she's everything. Right. <laughs> and it's all because she followed one path instead of trying to follow 20 different paths. So I would say there's a million and one opportunities, especially out here in Los Angeles. You can do so much. You, I could be anything that you say, anything that you can think of. I could figure out a way to do it here in LA. But if you if you use your time wisely and find opportunities that are special and specific, you know, I'm a singer, so I'm going to go out for singing gigs and you know perform it. Even even down to as specific as, am I going to perform with somebody else's band? Or am I going to start my own band? Or am I going to write my own music? You know? Or if you're able to specialize and, and bring your art to, to one point, one specific thing, then it's going to be so much easier for you later on in life to expand your horizons and go after different opportunities because you'll have that opportunity to do it. All right. Well, I think that is wonderful words of advice, um, and I hope that our listeners are truly listening to what you just said. Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah. And um, I hope that some of our listeners were um, in inspired. Definitely the, the passion that you have for your, your craft shines through with uh, every syllable that, you, that you've gone through in this interview. So thanks yeah, again, thank Tara. Thank you so much. We, we, and if I have one more piece of opportunity, um, piece of uh, advice, excuse me, to give to someone who is wanting to go after their dream, sure. learn everything you can. Go to classes. Go to classes because training is what is going to separate you from other people that have your same talent. You know, um, right now, I'm... I'm I, and people see me now, and they're like, "Oh my goodness, you're on a you're in a movie that's on Redbox, and I can I can look up a show that you're on on Amazon Prime." 
you 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 you're there. You got it. All you need is opportunity. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. But what's gonna? I'm, I need to get better. You know, always want to get better in what it is that you do because that is what's gonna open up doors for you later. Because everybody, there's so many talented people on this earth. So many talented people in Los Angeles just alone. What separates you from somebody else that looks like you has similar talents as you and can do what you do is the amount of training that you have. So train yourself. Well, you just keep getting better, and I'm going to look forward to the night when I am watching the Oscars and I see you standing up there and you're accepting your Oscar. And I'm going to be like, yay, I know her. Yes, thank you so much. I'm looking forward to that to that day, too. Yeah, it's like, shy no more. <laughs> I think shy went out the window because she's standing up there accepting her award. So you go, girl. Thank you. <laughs> yes, thanks again for uh, the interview, Tara. And... Um, Best of luck out there in L.A. And in fact, we shouldn't say luck, as we've seen from this interview. Uh, you've got uh, definitely your eye on the prize and, and have a plan. And we'll execute that too sweet. So thanks thank again. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. And I appreciate you all for letting me talk, talk, talk about myself. <laughs> <laughs> David, isn't it exciting to hear how Tara is really living her passion, her acting. Definitely. You can hear in every syllable of that interview. And one thing is for sure, she has learned a lot over the years in terms of you can just hear some sage advice coming from her that I think we should replay in our words of wisdom. Yes, yes. In the meantime... I truly enjoyed seeing her film uh, in Zumbies 2, where she played a very convincing villain role of being the evil medical doctor. It was very convincing. <laughs> yes. You, <laughs> you just can't get over. No, I cannot that, get over that. that. Because what's really interesting about that movie is that the villainous people, i.e. the poachers, became the poached by the animals. I mean, the roles were reversed. Plus, it's not... It, I mean, the, the thing about the movie is it wasn't a, you know, like in Western, you know, black hat, white hat. And the bad guys are all, you know, 100% bad through and through and so forth. It wasn't that way. So you had to have a range of, gee, these people are doing bad things, but they're not, you know, irredeemable. Let me put it that way. Well, we're not going to give it away. We just will tell folks, go check out Zombies 2. I give it, a, give it a rating of a three and a half. What about you? I, I would give it, give it the same rating, three and a half, which in fact is what IMDb's rating was. I would also say check out um, the Conversations in L.A. Uh, it was episode three 
forget if it was season three as well. I don't remember. Well, I it's know the current it was, season. It whatever was the season current. three, and I think it was mm -hmm. episode 23 or 24. Well, I think it's just, I, I don't think it's that many in. I think it's like a lot of a lot of shows, well, if it's the second season, they'll say this is episode 23, meaning needless, season two, Needless to three. say, she's convincing in that role, too. Tara is definitely living her dream, living her passion. You are now listening to This and That with David and Brenda. Now, as we said at the beginning, we are going to do our home movie picks or movie picks. So, um, mine, Miss Brenwin, um, I'm going to go pull out something from the vault, the movie vault. And we're going to go back to 2005. That's a <laughs> That is a really bad sound effect, David. So, so I, um, I couldn't do Foley work, so okay. whatever. All right. But anyway, I'm going to go back to the vault, and I'm going to pick Beauty Shop by Queen Latifah, or with Queen Latifah. Um, it's a comedy, and I thought it was hilarious. And if you haven't watched it or seen it before, um, I suggest that you... Um, Take a look at the movie. It's about a woman from a hairdresser who moves from Chicago to Atlanta. And she's working in a competitor's salon. And that person is played by Kevin Bacon. And she starts out there. And one thing leads to another. And she leaves his salon and opens up her own. Um, and hilarious, uh, hilarity ensues from there. Um, you got individuals in the movie that make some appearances and you keep going, where did this person come from? Where did this person come from? And then you have comedians like, um, what's her name? Cheryl Underwood. Yeah, Cheryl Underwood and um, Sherry Shepard, who are in the movie. Adele Givens. Is and the they name. will keep you rolling. Yeah. So if you get a chance, watch Beauty Shop. And if I were giving it a rating, like most things have a, a five-star rating, I'd give it a three and a half. So check it out. I think you'll like it. Okay, and you can say it's by Queen Latifah. She's one Queen Latifah because she was one of the executive producers, along with Ice Cube. So I mean, she didn't write the script, but she had a lot of say, obviously, in the movie. Yeah. Now, did you know that Queen Latifah has like ninety-four movies uh, credits to her name? I did not until you started doing the research on this, and I was like, "How is that even possible?" And I think that includes her actually being in movies. Or doing voiceovers for characters in movies like Ice Age. Exactly. Um, but 94 credits to her name. So she has been a busy woman. Yep. Because um, when she's not making music or being a spokesperson for a product like CoverGirl, she's making movies. 
Absolutely, and I think some of those credits, I, I, I don't know this, but I think it's probably her being an executive producer, too, maybe uh, not even in it. And it could I, be. It would have to. But have one to thing is for, for sure, there are rumors that there is going to be a beauty shop, too, and that it may already be in the works. So stay tuned for that one. Yes. Now, so, so, David, what's your pick? Yeah, my, my pick... Um, and I go even further back into the vault. Yeah, there it is. Again, bad sound this effect. Is, hey, whatever. You gotta do what you gotta do. So I reach further back into the vault and, and dust off. This is, you know, Blu-ray. We're really old school here. Disc, no kind of streaming, whatever. Although you can stream it nowadays. But back originally, you, you were talking Blu-ray disc. Um... So, it is a movie called Ronin, not to be confused with the, in my opinion, mediocre uh, Keanu Reeves 47 Ronin movie, which was based off a very good story, but it, the movie was terrible. Um, no, the movie itself, this movie is Ronin, 1998, stars uh, one of the greatest actors of all time, Robert De Niro. Really major cast, Jean Reno, uh, who's been in a lot of different French, Frenchmen, who's been in a lot of different movies, um, Natasha McElhoney, Sean Bean, who you folks with Game of Thrones would know from the first season because he, he, he dies off very quickly in the first season, but uh, Sean Bean, and I could go on and on. Um, um. The movie is an action movie, group of former intelligence folks, special operators are hired by uh, this mysterious woman, Deirdre. Turns out she works for the IRA. That's not really giving anything away. They need to go steal a briefcase, which in itself is mysterious because you don't know what the briefcase is about. They have to steal that from another group of folks. It's very good movie. That's all I'm going to say about it right there. Has some of the best car chase scenes since the French Connection, just hands down, that's universally approved on that one, um, and on and on. Lots of lots of action to it, good dialogue, lots of chemistry between the cast, and twists and turns. Jonathan Price is the villain in that as well. So I recommend Ronan. It's a good action movie. But you don't see a lot of, not a whole lot of blood and guts, shoot em up kind of thing. It's just good moves along, very fast pace. Movie is longer than your normal kind of hour and a half movie, but you're not, you're not going to notice it. Trust me on that. So that okay. is my pick. I rate it three and a half out of five stars. Well, I think I'll, I've never seen it, so I'll have to give it a, a look. Yep, give it a try. Listen to This and That on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and other major podcast apps and services. As promised earlier, our words of wisdom comes from Tara Strong, a millennial and actress, and she grew up here in Cincinnati, Ohio. We recently did an interview with her, and here is what she had to say that we think is a great words of wisdom. When you're a, a young, budding artist at a creative arts school, you don't realize that 
there is going to be a long journey ahead of you. <laughs> and, um, and I think the path that I chose, uh, because I was not for sure about exactly what I wanted out of my artistic career, um, it, was, it was a little zigzag rather than a straight line. And there's never a straight line anyway. But I'm so very happy and I feel very blessed to be where I am and to be able to say that I am a professional working actor. You can see my credits here. You know, the one uh, piece of advice that I can hear her saying over and over in my head, that is really a good piece of advice for people to take heed of is when she mentioned that there's always different paths to get to the end point. Sometimes it will be a direct path, or sometimes you might might have to zig and zag along your journey to get to the end point. But no matter how you get there, there are lessons to be learned. Yes, absolutely. Clearly, uh, Tara has sewn a cast a wide net, and that has paid off for her with the uh, various roles and opportunities. Comments? Send your feedback to thisandthat at aboutgreatercincinnati.com Well, David, it looks like episode 25 of This and That is a wrap. Yes, it is in the can, so to speak. And no pun intended, since we were talking at the movies today, when we say it's a wrap and it's a can... In the can? I mean, aren't those movie movie lingo? Movie TV lingo, yeah. But yeah. Probably if we talk to somebody, they probably don't even use those terms anymore. Okay. Well, <laughs> since I, I guess we are dating ourselves. Since they're anachronisms for the most part. So, again, it's a wrap. It's in the can. We've come to an end, whichever way you want to say it. And it's been a lot of fun. So, hopefully, you've heard something that kind of um, struck your fancy and maybe you'll go check out some of the movies that we recommended either way all the best to everybody until next time peace out bye folks you have been listening to this and that a podcast collaboration about some of everything about anything this has been hosted by David and Brenda and is presented by aboutgreatercincinnati.com Music by Poddington Bear Please subscribe to our podcast so that you can stay up to date about future episodes If you have any comments or suggestions about this episode future episodes interested in sponsorship and or advertising please email us at this and that at about greatercincinnati.com all rights reserved thank you and all the best